0: From Roebuck Bay to the Roe Highway, got my ice mocker from Dome Cafe, the Super of Floriet in a Loo and their sprints too cross Albany and the Gloucester Tree with Katie Lamb and Andrew Wembley the greatest city in the world and across the mighty state of WA, it's time for Triple N's Rush Hour with Andrew Embley and Katie Lamb.
1: Happy Thursday. Potty on the way. Thursday's your favourite day of the week, you reckon? Embers? It is, yes.
0: Sir. It's not just my favourite day of the week. If you go to the casino, normally the car parks are full, right? Yeah. Because everyone gets paid on Thursday, so they just go, you know what? All that money that I've earned all this week,
1: let's go and blow it at the gas. Whoa, it's not every Thursday. Uh, most what?
0: Thursdays for so long, people used to get paid. Really? Uh, yes, it I, was. It's
1: for us it's on the fourteenth of every month. Yes,
2: right? I've got fortnightly. So for me, what? for me, it's every second Thursday. Really? You can ask for that. There you go. Every second Thursday. Yeah. So you at Katie's
1: paid. On face; Thursday. she's shocked. Hang on a minute. So I am getting paid monthly. I get paid like weekly some kind for one of job, jump.
0: and mm. I, that's uh, and that's on a Thursday, and I get paid here monthly, like you. I'm sure you can go and change if you want. You can.
1: So you can actually. So I can get. Oh, wow. I didn't so rather than getting
0: 15000 a month, you can get 7500 <laughs> every two <laughs> Mate, weeks. Yeah, I want to sit down yeah. <laughs> with you
1: and Tim and, and get our contracts side by side and see how much more money <laughs> you're yes. getting than me.
2: Well, I don't know if it works out to be more money, but 12 paydays versus 26 a year? Oh. I, I know what I'm choosing. 26 yeah. is good. That's less waiting every month or whatever. Yeah,
1: isn't it? 110%. Yeah. Oh, gee, I'm going to do that.
0: You should. You should go and do that. Yeah. You deserve to. Oh, you know what? I
1: want to punch your screen
0: <laughs> If you and your condescending <laughs> remarks,
1: you need to get paid for monthly. I don't because of you and your dumb Catalano's job that gives uh, you so much uh, more you money. You mentioned
2: it. Old money bags, right. Emily. Everyone's yeah. got a role to play, right? Hey, guys, we're still a new show, right? And <laughs> we clearly are, yeah. we're establishing things, pay rules and all that sort of stuff. But I also wanted to establish another rule that I think we can uh, say is very important going forward, yeah. right? So I know Katie's very food driven. Yes, loves food. It's her life. I think she's actually said that before. Food is life. Embers, I don't know if he is so much. <laughs> I, I always see him eating salads and that.
0: But we got a Facebook <laughs> message today. <laughs> Listen, to, and sushi. You don't make friends with salads.
1: <laughs> Every time I get into work, Embers is hoeing into an apple. It's like...
0: oh, <laughs> yes. I know. I know. And you think to yourself, how does someone that eats so healthy? Look like the way (laughs) Ember Bad metabolism, girl. (laughs) You just need
1: to eat with your mouth closed a little bit more, I think.
0: Oh, really? My loud eater? (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> what? Yeah.
0: That's what everyone says to
2: me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, just close your mouth, that's all. Yeah, why don't you fuck off? <laughs> <laughs> I think we're allowed to say that in the pod. I think
1: so. Oh, and yeah. if not, you can sleep it out either. <laughs>
2: right, anyway, there is a reason I'm asking this because we got a Facebook message today. Yeah. Uh, some lady, I forget her name, it doesn't really matter, oh. has put a message out to us that she's lost her dog, Poppy. Now, oh. if we are able to get any information to her that helps her find Poppy then she's going to send us homemade sausage rolls. Oh, oh Jesus. You know I was, wondering where, do we sit I on was this?
1: wondering where the segue was going
2: with know. This, this dog <laughs> and I'm food. sausage
0: rolls. <laughs> We should throw it out there, actually, and maybe mm. we start with Poppy. But there are people out there that make the most gorgeous homemade oh. sausage rolls, and I reckon there is nothing better. It's nothing better,
1: I it's, agree. Yeah,
0: like you go to you know little parties and stuff like that, and these homemade sausage rolls are the first to go. Oh my mm. god, a
1: hundred percent and oh god, sausage
0: rolls. Okay, who's so- got the best hot sausage roll recipe out there? One triple three five no. As well we're
1: not. On it's a podcast. podcast. <laughs> okay, well, don't call <laughs> up. All right. Okay, yeah. so we might do that tomorrow though and a little yeah. shout out to help her find her dog Poppy
2: 100% and then it's an important rule that we'll find the answer to where do we stand on listener food do we accept it or not
1: yes we do yes, definitely okay, cool. especially because I'm
0: starving by the time we get on air yeah I know especially I'm my salads it's during the day stint, go home and smash myself at
1: night smash <laughs> yourself <laughs> <With> my... <laughs> is your wife involved yeah, or just you
0: absolutely not
1: smash <laughs> just you smashing yourself <laughs> yeah. hey a uh, bit, bit of fun coming up in the show speak to comedian Ben Stevenson, Matt Kelly as well, and uh, when you've had to push through injuries. And, of course, yesterday, huge news. The missing radioactive capsule was found. Radio!
0: Unbelievable needle in a haystack. How did they find it? It's the size of a 10 cent piece. Smaller than. Smaller than. Smaller than a
1: 10 cent piece. So obviously, uh, it was six days, I think, until they found it. And it was mm. found just on the side of the road, um, just uh, south of Newman. Yeah, yeah. Um, amazing.
0: Ben. It took them about three months to find Robert Bagookie. And uh, <laughs> they find this bloke in uh, this little coin in. Who's Robert Bagookie? He went missing, remember, in the desert years ago. Oh, I didn't know that. I think it was probably. Bagooki? The Bagooki man? (laughs) If anyone can ring up and confirm that, that would be great. (laughs)
1: That would be handy. Um, Anyway, social media is going nuts at the moment. It's been quite funny because uh, people are concerned that in the past six days where it has been... Missing. Um, yep. Somebody tweeted, Australian animals are dangerous enough without them going radioactive. <laughs> and somebody then just posted this really jacked-up kangaroo. <laughs> <Yeah,
0: laughs> yes. Like, the old kangaroos on the weights program over here in Australia <laughs> at the moment. No, no, they're just radioactive, radioactive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> People are reckoning that
1: it's going to go a step further predicting an upcoming movie about muted ostriches that just break out
0: as a result <laughs> of
1: eating radioactive capsules and having babies. So I think it's fair to say that... Um, um we're glad that it's been found
0: really glad i'm really glad that the truck driver who just somehow lost it which well, i just surprised oh, well, i've got no just, idea how it, it got now lost. it's just
1: the blame game because yeah. they are saying oh well, no we're just in charge of packaging it putting it on the truck we're not in no, charge of keeping it on the truck not my
0: fault no absolutely <laughs> not, not no responsibility that. whatsoever so
1: nobody's just putting up their hand to say nah. is the <laughs>
0: Hey, but guess what? Get on my job back.
1: (laughs) I can now. You found it. Yeah. Well, the person who found it, surely asking for a pay rise. Oh, absolutely. Imagine that. Look, it's come out today that Novak Djokovic won the Australian Open with a three-centimetre tear in his hamstring.
0: No, he didn't. (laughs) No, he didn't. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. This is the biggest (laughs) crock of shenanigans that I've heard. I like Novak. I think he's a very good player. Okay, he's arguably the goat right? You do not need to go down this path and tell everyone that you had a three centimetre tear in your hamstring. Why is he doing that then? Because he doesn't, to he's build his won, own he's reputation. It, no, no, I think it's ridiculous. I've played AFL football, I've played sport. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that have played sport too and ripped their hamstring. When you rip your hamstring, if you've got a three centimetre tear in your hammy, guess what? You're not playing Australian Open every second day and gonna win a major. You, you do not do that. You can't move.
1: He did cancel a lot of training sessions, but yeah, he was playing every I watched second him. day.
0: He didn't look like he, I, I saw the tape around his leg. Okay. He yeah, certainly it was um it was band-aid, yeah. <laughs> he moved fine. He won he just won a U an Australian Open. Yeah, exactly. Don't it's don't do this to Australia.
1: A guy, uh Ronnie Lerner. Hey, Ronnie, um, tweeted, ah, Novak, AFL and NRL mad Australia is the last country to try and pull the wool over their eyes, rear hamstring injury. We all know exactly how serious they are and how long they take to recover from. Playing a Grand Slam tennis match every two days with a three centimetre tear. Yeah, righto,
0: mate. I totally <laughs> agree with him. Yeah, no, I, Um, but, I, as I said, I think he's a very good tennis player, yeah, probably the best to ever play the game. But. Don't give us this crap. All
1: right, but if he did, obviously, and this three-centimeter tear, which he's claiming is correct and maybe, you know, some would say he has no reason to lie, he won it. Maybe if he lost, pull out the injury card. However, he's therefore pushed through a two-week Australian Open tournament and taken it out. With a three-centimetre hamstring strain. That's what.
0: Oh, gonna... he's um, he's, <laughs> he's unbelievable. This bloke, he can do it all. <laughs> all right,
1: one triple three five three. Just want to ask the question: When did you push through? Uh, Hayley Miller for the yep. AFLW uh, mm-hmm. Frio Dockers. She played a game with a broken leg. She just broken thought Broken leg. She she just thought she was caught. What do you mean? A broken a leg? And she finished the game. Uh also like a hairline fracture or something uh, in a leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, like yeah. a puncture uh, she punctured her lung at yep. one point as well and she she pushed through so and finished that very game. Very similar and story. Kicked two goals.
0: Um in my second year, I uh I was really confident that I'd broken my ribs in a practice game, but I didn't want to tell the coaches because I really wanted to play round one. So I pushed through, okay, I played round one, and then halfway through the game, I couldn't breathe. Like I just literally stopped in the middle of the MCG. Yeah, she thought she was just winded. And I thought I was going to die. I think there's something wrong. So I went in there, got taken to hospital, ended up um, doing x-rays and everything, broken ribs um, and a punctured lung, Yeah. and obviously couldn't fly. I had to stay in Melbourne for a whole week. Oh, Devo.
1: Yeah. But Melbourne's not a bad place to be stuck.
0: Not bad, especially in your second year in singles. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, 13353, three. when have you pushed through? Maybe it was an injury, maybe you had gastro and you pushed through a date. We want to hear about it. Matt is in the vines. Matt, oh, no, Matt's gone. Uh, Jared is in East Perth. Hey, Jared.
0: G'day, how you going? Very well. G'day, Jared. Have when you have... been able to push through an injury, mate? Uh, one time I was surfing
2: and I managed to uh, dislocate my shoulder, So then I just uh, popped it back in and still managed to catch a decent way. Shut
1: up. You popped it back in. Did you get someone to help you pop it back in or you just managed to do it in the water? It kind
2: of popped in in itself. Like I went to like reach (sighs) up to see if it was. Cooked and then it just popped itself
0: back in. Oh, oh, mate, you're lucky you went back in because you would have started pedaling with one arm and you would have just kept going around in a circle.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that makes my shoulder really sore. Yeah. Oh, congratulations Shoulders on are doing sore that. Too. <laughs> oh, good on you, Jared. That's exactly what we're talking about on 1 at Whenever you just push through
0: an injury or anything else, Scotty from Wembley Downs. Firstly, Scotty, you're yeah. there. Yeah. Yep. What are your thoughts on Novak Djokovic with this three-centimetre tear? Do you reckon uh, he's telling the truth?
1: Uh look. For the start, he's never the goal. He might have won more tournaments, but he's never—he's no Roger Federer, mate. Yeah, no I Mike, agree. Uh, Scott, great.
0: well done. Well said. Uh, tell us, Scott. Um, uh, when did you push through an injury? Uh, so I suffer from
1: uh, losing spondylitis, which is like a yeah, deliberate delimitating uh, arthritis in the back, yep. and uh, twice a year, my, usually my uh, hips displaced, I end up looking like quasi-modal, which is quite funny for a six-foot-four-plus bloke, <laughs> and um, so we have an annual pool, pool tournament with the guys at work, yeah. at, at the Port Black and Northridge, and uh, yeah, I couldn't couldn't pass on it, but I've rocked up to this place, smashing the Panadol and Eurofin, and... Uh, Walked in there, they're like, What the hell is wrong with you? Like, That's what they said, you look like Quasimodo because I was walking all funny and
0: almost crawling, you know? And I got through in the tournament, so after a few frothies, it was all good. Yeah, well, <laughs> frothies
1: is always a natural good thing. Uh,
0: did you win the tournament? Yes, I did, mate. Yes. You did, he yes. Did so I just uh, broke up that little bit. So that last bit. <laughs> no, that's well, I might all right. not been listening. One of the two. To understand your accent, <laughs> we'll go to the though. ladder. Good on you, Scotty. Well done.
1: <laughs> hey, Fabian is in Huntingdale. Hey, fabulous.
0: Hey, Katie. Hey, Amber. How you going? <laughs> hey, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm fantastic. For a Have you been uh, been able to do what uh, Novak's done, mate, and push through an injury? <laughs> oh, absolutely, mate. Absolutely. <laughs> what happened, uh, back, back in the younger days, you used to play a bit of squash and. Yep. And we grew up in Bassettum. We come to Perth to do Country Week yep. on weekends. First game out on court, rolled my left ankle. Oh, so basically played the next three days on a sprained ankle because I didn't want to the rest of the team down and uh, end up winning the, the tournament for our division. Did ya? Ah, there you go. Well done. Not all heroes <laughs> wear <laughs> cape. Beautiful, hey.
1: Forget that. All right, Spencer is in Helena Valley. Hey, Spencer.
2: Hey, how's it going? Well, Good thank day, you. We'll push through an injury. Yeah, sure did. So when I was 16, I was competing in motocross on the weekend mm-hmm. and uh, hyperextended my knee a little bit. Yuck. And anyway, it swelled up a bit and then I uh, didn't think much of it. Went to school, played school footy over the weekend and then uh, got a bit bigger. So I went to the doctors, they sent me to get an MRI
0: and it turns out I completely tore my ACL, oh. PCL and MCL. Oh, oh mate. Rough. There's a small little bike accident. You go, you know what? Uh, no, I won't let the team down on Saturday afternoon. going to go play some footy, and you've uh, you've done the ACL, mate. That's a, a horrible injury. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
1: full How? knee reconstruction and everything. Oh, it's going to say. Has so, it recovered all right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's sweet now. No, nah, oh, beautiful, good on mate. you,
1: Spencer. Well done. Good calls, Spencer's everyone. Spencer's
0: AFL dream is not over yet. Yeah. Did you hear this on Australia Day? Yeah. Vegan activist Tash... Peterson was injured during a mug attack whilst unconcerned hospitality workers offered her frozen meat as an ice pack. Oh, God. (laughs) So So
1: she's hurt herself and they've gone, hey, here's um, some frozen uh, mince meat. So
0: she was at uh, Hillary's (laughs) Boat Harbour on Australia Day and a very angry old lady Decided to throw a mug at her. A mug. A mug, which we don't condone, of course. Hang
1: on, like a like a coffee mug.
0: Coffee mug, yes. Oh, now weird. the mug has shattered on poor Tasha's leg. Yeah. All right, and, uh, and Tasha's gone out to all her followers, which is about eleven thousand, and basically what she said is that no one came out to help her. Oh, so shame.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So Tash Peterson, for those who don't know, she's a, a um, vegan activist. So she goes out there and she really, um, she can get quite, very, she's very passionate, I'll say. Very to passionate, put it, to yes. Put it um,
0: she's really sort of pushing the uh, the whole vegan part, which is, you know, that's each to their own. And she pushes the boundaries and she protests. She does. And, and she gets she, in, you know, in people's faces sometimes. And she's in the media all the time, like she's, you know, always doing something. Yes. And of course, uh, this particular lady, she has taken offense to what Tash doing. was saying yep. and decided to throw a mug at her leg. Now Tash has fallen over. Oh. Okay. Not many people have sort of gone to help her. However, finally. Finally, someone came up to her and said, "Listen, we've got some uh, frozen ice meat <laughs> to put on your leg."
1: A frozen chicken breast. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So oh, if you just want to pop this meat. You know what, meat. Western Australia, thank goodness you've got a great sense of humour.
1: <laughs> Here's a leg
0: of lamb if not you just want to. Do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh.
1: Stereotypically, I would say a marriage between yep. or a wedding um, between a man and a woman, usually the woman tends to want to kind
0: of take control, right? Generally speaking. Generally and, uh, speaking. are very happy to allow them to take totally. the lead.
1: Totally. Because, yep. you know, girls like to plan it and they've probably been planning it since they were, you know, a little girl. So they like to do that. Sure. Usually uh, guys are pretty cruisy. Did yep. you have any sort of say in your weddings? Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Plural.
0: it was interesting. Uh, very early on in the piece, my wife Katie said to me, listen, uh, considering your first wedding didn't go too well, let me uh, take uh, the, the lead on this one. So I, <laughs> so I didn't really true. get much of a say. But the following day, we had a get-together at the Cot Hotel. Yep. So my job was just to organise day two. And I tell you what, oh, I love a day two. You're <laughs> kidding.
1: Yeah, I can't imagine you yeah. organising the kick-ons. Yeah, and is that's Is that something right. you uh, uh, really excel at? I think
0: I said to her one stage, do you reckon we can just get this wedding done with so we can yeah. get to the cot? <laughs> get to the cot. <laughs> no, um, we had a beautiful day.
1: So anyway, uh, a friend of mine was talking about her wedding that's happening next year. Yep. And uh, they're getting married in this, you know, beautiful St. George's College, which which is um Beautiful. Lovely. Yeah, anyway, UWA, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. just um, on Mounts Bay Road there. Anyway, stunning venue. I went to a wedding there last weekend and uh, she said that she's planning everything and she said, you know, I feel bad because, you know, it's his wedding as well and I want him to, you know, be have, part of it. Yeah, of be course, part yeah. of the planning process. So she said, hey, is there anything that you would like to, you know, um request for mm-hmm. the wedding? And he was like, no, no, I'm, I'm all good. I'm happy for you to just do it. And she was like, no, please. I would love for you to yeah. just request something. We want some input from you. And he goes, oh, okay. Well, I've, I've thought about one thing. And she was like, great, tell me. He goes, "Um, I would like for on the dance floor, I would like for a big disco ball to just be dropped down from the tree that hangs above the <laughs> the, what? the dance floor <laughs> and then it starts spinning and then everyone gets on the dance floor and starts dancing. And she's like. You're kidding.
2: That was his request. I've wasn't given it?
1: you one request, and now she feels like she needs to make it happen. <laughs> so she's like contacting people, like, "Hey, first of all, where do I get a disco ball? And yeah. how am I going to get this
0: attached to a bloody tree?" And yeah, the lesson for her is actually don't ask your <laughs> oh husband no. to be for any advice about what to do on your special night. It's about you. It's not about him. All right.
1: One triple three five three. Want to talk about those weird wedding requests? Maybe you've had uh, mm. some input that's a little bit out of feel. Um, also, another one of my friends, he just wanted his trousers to be made in board short material yep. because he said it was just going to be too hot. Yeah. So I don't I think that across kind of the line. I uh, had a fair.
0: mate who asked his wife to be if the ex could come to the wedding. They were still good friends. <laughs> what? They, they were still good friends. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it's okay. <laughs> still like, still like nah, yeah, no yeah, nah.
1: <laughs> yeah. One triple three five three, your weird requests for a wedding. Producer Robbie, um, what what's your story?
2: Well, I don't know if this is strange or just damn ballsy. So I've gotta take you back to 2010. Yeah. Remember Collingwood and St Kilda played in the grand final, it was a draw, so they had to come back the next week. Yes. Right. Well, my brother-in-law is a Collingwood fan. And they had their wedding organised for the week after the grand final. Of course, on Saturday, safe no yeah. place to do it. Oh, well, you would think you so, would wouldn't so. you? Yeah. The chances of a draw are like fifty-one to one. Exactly right. Probably more than that, to be honest. And mm. so. His first request to his wife, who he's now still with somehow, it yeah, was, um, "Can he move the time of the ceremony to be <laughs> earlier, like a lunchtime <laughs> wedding?" Oh, God. and that's
0: a fair enough request. It didn't <laughs> yeah. go through. Then nah. he asked
2: for two big screens to ha- for the reception.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no deal. You can no see deal. you can see him standing up there, and his uh, wife's walking down the aisle, <laughs> and he's got little headpieces. <laughs> yes, exactly. <you can. laughs> Come on, <Pendles. laughs> yeah, get, get, I get you. He's got <laughs> You'll <laughs> you, feel Jean, you You'll be okay. <laughs> Come <Cut laughs> <on the pies. laughs> Everyone's thinking these are really interesting vows. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yep. Dan from Dongaroo has been waiting patiently and he's really keen to tell us his story. Welcome to you, Dan. Hey, Dan. Yes. Yeah, thanks for being here. G'day, guys. How are we?
1: Very well. Dan, what was the uh, weird wedding request?
2: Well, um, we, we, I think I had a destination wedding, so I got married in Bali and... Um, so all the family come up, and Mum and Dad are divorced. So, so two, you know, two different hotels and whatnot. We all went out for a few dinners, uh, a few drinks leading up to the wedding. And um, anyway, it was sort of the we wake up the day of the wedding, everyone's a be hungover and swimming in the pool. And and Mum, I've seen Mum sort of rolling in. Um, she's walked up to me. She said, "She goes, listen, um, I want to bring my friend to the wedding." I said, "What well, friend?" And uh, yeah, so she's introduced me to this Indonesian fella that she met about 3 a.m. in
0: the 94. The <laughs> oh, 94, and uh, yeah, yeah, off they went. Oh, really? Uh, so, he, he came along. He came along. <laughs> oh. uh, fair to say they're not still together, though, Dan. Oh, come on. No, I mate, I didn't see him after 10 o'clock. Well, I haven't seen <laughs>
1: Mum
2: again. I haven't seen Mum since. So,
1: <laughs> he's come in, he's grabbed a, uh, a free feed, yeah. and he's he's headed on yeah. home to his other family.
0: Yeah, Pakuk. Oh, good <laughs> (laughs) 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 Uh, You and your wife still together, Dan?
2: Yeah, no, we're still going
0: strong. Oh, you know, we do counselling every now and then and uh,
2: everyone's
1: got their issues. <laughs> probably, not the, probably not the time and place, is it? <laughs> All the best to you and oh your wife. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Dan from Dongra. We should get him on more often, I reckon. Uh, 92.9 Triple M's Rush Hour with Embers and Katie. Joining us in studio right now is our very own producer, Robbie.
0: Hello,
2: friends. Robbie. How are we on this
0: Thursday, are we? Mate, we're going so much better when you come in and... Uh, Surprise us with what you're about to do. Ah, so I just wanted to ask you guys a question and what? throw it out there Really to set that up. It just like a lead balloon sort of uh, finish.
2: But anyway, Rob, your moment. <laughs> Talk to me. Surprise us with what you're about to do. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you a question. It's been yep. baffling me and my wife all week. We can't decide if it's funny, intrusive, or just plain weird. Okay. okay. So we've got some couple friends, right? Um, yep. I won't throw their names out yep. there. But uh, they're really you to great. throw the keys in the bowl. Yeah, they have. No, that
0: haven't. Oh. Um,
1: oh, I was <laughs> like, wow! I didn't pick that for you, Robbie. But came. Yeah, no, yeah, no.
0: absolutely not awkward whatsoever. No, not at all. Not at all. If you're listening, guys,
2: <laughs> talking um, from experience, Embers. <laughs> but anyway, they've got an 18 year old daughter. <laughs> yep. It's probably oh. not getting any better here, is it? And um, <laughs> I'm, I'm all ears. <laughs> Me and Lance happened to run into her at the pub on the weekend, ah. and um, so we just got to chatting about her parents and all that sort of yep. stuff. And I said, oh, how's your dad going? Uh, what's he been up to today and all that sort of stuff. I haven't talked to him a few days and she goes, oh, hang on, I'll just have a look. And she had an app on her phone and she opened it up and it tracks her whole family. Yeah, oh, So oh, that's, she knew that's that, is so my that is so That is so common. Friends. Your, yeah,
0: everyone does it. Are you serious? Oh, 100%. My wife follows me all the time. Really? Yeah. yeah. She goes, how come you're on a triple M? I said, well, actually, yeah, I'm downstairs in the car park. She's like, oh, okay. Yeah. What?
2: No,
1: that's the thing. Yeah, <laughs> are you
2: serious?
0: I Mate. thought this was weird. No, nah, my,
1: my my partner had uh, my phone because I I lost my uh, phone once, and so I needed to give her my password in order for her to find my phone on oh, another yeah, computer. Yeah, yeah. And then she just never logged out of it. <laughs> I, <laughs> so I've she actually, knows where you are at all times. I've actually all got times. the same.
0: So Katie and I, my wife, we've both got our tracking devices on. And I'll be honest, I got caught out the other day, right, yeah. because oh, I had I had Frankie at home. I had her for an hour and she was driving me, man, right, so I had her in the chair. Right? <laughs> anyway, I found out when Caitlin was coming home, right, and I opened the app and I could see she was three minutes away, so I quickly got her out. <laughs> Put him to my room, had three books out and toys. And Caitlin came in, right, and goes, oh, my God. You know, I was reading her, like, you know, like. Father of the year. Yeah, ten little fingers and ten little toes, right. And then she actually saw my app and goes, hm. you've been tracking me. Yeah. You honestly you knew I was you coming home. I was coming home. <laughs> so say I went <laughs> father of the year, the worst father of the year. Yeah. Oh, yes, so i oh, Yeah, yeah, i know. Oh, not it. There you go. I didn't think
2: that was a normal thing, but there you go. You both do it. Nah, it's definitely. No, I don't do it, by
1: the way. Your partner does. Yeah, it's it's a one-way street there. (laughs) Gee. But, no, I'm with you, Robbie. I do find it intrusive. Yeah. Um, It is a little bit intrusive, but everyone does it. And, I, you know, that app, Find My Friends or something, I had one of my friends do that years ago, and I've only just logged into it, and I could still see where she is. Oh, you're joking. To this day, it's been, like, three years. think. That's
0: so creepy. Some things we don't need. (laughs) No, I agree. I agree,
1: yeah. We are out of here now. We'll be back (laughs) tomorrow. Same show, a little bit different.
0: It's the end of the world as we know it. 92.9 Triple M rush hour with Embers and Katie.